There are at least a billion people on Earth at this moment who would consider their prayers answered if they could trade places with you. There are at least a billion people who are suffering debilitating pain or political oppression or the acute stages of bereavement. To have your health, even just sort of, to have friends, even only a few, to have hobbies or interests and the freedom to pursue them, to have spent this day free from some terrifying encounter with chaos is to be lucky. Just look around you and take a moment to feel how lucky you are. You get another day to live on this earth. Enjoy it. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Dima Podcast. It's Neela. And it is Adis. What's up, family? Man, can we just take a moment and talk about how lucky we are? People come across, like, what you would consider, like, such terrifying life experiences that you could never even think about, like, enduring all the time. People come across these types of lives all the time, whether it's you're in Turkey and Syria and out of nowhere, an earthquake changes your life or, like, you know, you're sick and you're fine one day and you're sick the next day. It's like we're just so blessed and we never think about it like that. I agree. And uh, I remember the post you sent me. We were talking in the debrief and Neela shared with me this. What was it? Was it a Instagram or a TikTok? It was a TikTok. And uh, I watched it and I saved it. I actually saved it to my phone because uh, it woke me up. So basically this TikTok post was just like a, a it was talking about just like that. There are over at least a billion people who would consider their prayers answered if they can trade lives with you wild right perspective there are over a billion people who are suffering from pain or political oppression bereavement and would do anything to have your health your family or your friends um, to have your hobbies or your interests or to even have time to have a hobby or an interest um, and to have the freedom to pursue that um, and then it went along to mention like we spend the day free from like we spend majority of our life and our days free from like the fear of encountering just chaos and that's lucky to us. Yeah, and like that stuck out to me so much because like based on our population in the entire world, it's explaining how there is at least a billion people that are living in poverty, either poverty-stricken areas that are being oppressed to some level right in this moment while we're recording this, you know? know? And that's scary to me, you know? And I always think like I have this like at times when I'm going through something harsh or something really terrible is happening in my life. And again, it's subjective. Like really terrible to me could be utterly bliss for someone else that's dealing with something that's really even worse, right? But like, it shows me that like the times that I say, why me? And I'm like asking God, like, why is this happening to me? I should be thanking God that it can't, it's not worse, you know? Because like, I always forget about like these politically oppressed people or just like even the like the Muslims in China that are being, you know, they're in these camps that are literally just like killing them off. And like, yeah, it's talked about in like for a couple of months, two months in the media. And then everybody forgot about them, you know, the Uyghur Muslims. Mm -hmm. And they're right now in this moment being tortured. 
and like nobody's talking about it. And like I had this huge idea and I had a conspiracy theory, right? And I remember in the beginning, if people want to dial back into our the archives of TDP, there was this time where I was like talking about Kim Jong-un and I was like, yeah, like he might not be a bad guy. And like, like the whole North Korea shit might be just this fake Western idea that demonized these people because they don't with us or they don't have a central banking system down there and stuff all this computer conspiracy theory like rabbit hole that i jumped into and like i watched one podcast on this girl named yoni park and it was on joe rogan she recently went on andrew schultz podcast flagrant two with akash and she was just talking she's a north korean defector and she was just talking about life in north korea bro and she was like i lived there i grew up there and i ran away from there and life there was literally hell like literally hell where there's no food there's no resources you can't just walk around a city and it just goes to show like where we live in the US and us to be able to wake up and choose how we want to spend our day. Like choose to work at this job. Oh my gosh, choose yeah. to work is insane to me. Bro, we literally never ever think of it that way. And granted, our lives are not always easy. Everyone is accustomed to like their life and like what challenges they have. I don't want to disregard or dismiss that. But at the same time, a lot of the time in this free country like our problems are any problem can always be so much more less in comparison to someone else's problem like if you think about third world countries people have to think about their next meal where it's coming from if they're even gonna have it and we're like debating on what restaurant do we want to order from tonight you know like people have to think about how to feed their children how to stay safe, you know, because they're living on the streets, how to protect themselves, how to not get sick because they don't have the proper resources to protect their bodies or how to not come across like, you know, you have these Middle Eastern misogynistic countries who are being ruled. And, you know, even our own country, Afghanistan, like, you know, there was a point in time where, I mean, still a complete war zone. So you're sitting in your home with any potential moment of a bomb exploding and like you don't, you're always on edge. Your life is always on edge. And granted here in California, like, you know, we have natural disasters, earthquake, like any moment that can happen but again to the extent of like exactly turkey and syria right now right like now those lives that that world is so different and like they have to now live their life under that and and it's so much more important to look at it from a lens of like yeah our problems are our problems but no matter what when you're feeling like you're you're hitting rock bottom always always look beneath you like there will always be someone like even here who's fighting for their lives in a hospital right now and you're sitting here healthy not taking care of your health you know like or whatever like it's just there's so much more to look at to your point over at least a billion like that's a lot that's yeah. a lot, that's of, a lot people, of people bro a hundred is a lot of people you know like that are at our and will do anything to potentially have what we have like it's put so much into perspective it does and i think like the empathy part a lot of people got to work on especially us that live in such a free world and society here in the U.S., like, I hate people who aren't empathetic with people who, like, live, um, you know, in different circumstances, like homeless people, for example, and, like, people look down upon them based on their choices, and you never know what led to those choices. You never know their circumstances. And what hurts me the most out of all this that we live in, right, is, like, there's, like, no progress, it feels like. Like, like, why are some things like, the way they are? That's what I'm saying. Like, why are third world countries, like, not... Why are the countries like the U.S. 
and I'm sure we're giving them aid, but obviously leadership in societies like the US aren't doing a great job, right? Because like, why haven't we united and tried at least to help these countries and aid them in a way where they have structure and a foundation, not just give them some water bottles. Like that's beautiful. Like sending aid, sending support as far as like rations, food, water, stuff like that is awesome. But I would rather them set up like water wells so they can like be self-sustainable. This is all foundational. And I'm sure they're doing that, but like, is it ever going to be a point? And I get there's corruption in these countries. I get there are warlords in certain places that aren't going to let people that easily come in, you know, but we go to war for some kind of, for oppressive shit. But also We've gone like, like, so I'm sure we can go in and try to fix some well, I think it's like also has to greed, greed and, yeah, like greed and power though. Mm -hmm. Like if we didn't have those countries who are suffering, America wouldn't be what it is today. And it's so sad and unfortunate to say that, but it's an, it, it is a political thing at the end of the day where like essentially, yeah, every country maybe wants help, doesn't want the help, but like it does become a factor of like, well, this is our nation. We did it. We got it here. Why should we help? Or like, it's a power trip, you know, like in order for you to succeed, you need to have it all and you need to be doing well and you need to be up above and, and rise above all of it and be able to have the means and funds to do that. And so, you know, we need countries like that, unfortunately, to to exist at this capacity. And it's sad because then innocent people just suffer, like innocent people, innocent children, um, you know, and it's very simple to just like m mankind has created this why can't we have enough to just equally have it across the board and everyone have clean food and water to eat every day at least you know once a day even one meal a day um but it's it puts a lot into perspective perspective to you and ramadan is approaching in a few weeks and it's one of my favorite times of the year a lot because of the simple fact of this specific reason where you put life into perspective of like what it is to like starve your soul and you know and detach and detox but really feel for like those in need who have to do this on a regular basis and don't have a meal to end the night with when the sun goes down you know like you really really think of it from that lens and get closer to god and at the end of the day for me at least because i'm spiritual i believe that it is god and those people who do suffer in this life will have it so much better off in the next but it is it's hard to watch and see and for me like from a health standpoint like if i have my health that i'm over the moon like I have everything and everything I need right like of course alongside my family but health is such an important factor to me because like if you have a flu or a cold or like a cough even or a sore throat like you're miserable you're so unhappy you don't want to do anything even mental health right that especially but like you look at people who are literally fighting for their lives young people and we never ever understand the magnitude of what that is and what that feels like where they're literally just every day they can't go about their day they have to sit there and medicate and like be hopeful um like and as others are just sitting here like their lives over doing drugs like you know like doing stupid things to their bodies and it's like you know it's not fair i was gonna say the same thing like yeah on a macro level like we can talk about like it being not the world not being fair because there are people who are suffering across the world but even in our surroundings in the communities that we have you know um on an everyday basis whether it being at work whether it being where you live whether it be you know wherever there are people who are suffering internally um or in their by their own right you know with pre-diagnosed or diagnosed medical conditions that like they were born with they didn't ask for it they didn't do something to give them that condition like it wasn't it was just the cards that they were dealt, you know, and we take things like walking 
uh, for granted, you know, like things like uh, doing your, the bare necessities, the minimalist, like the most minimal uh, for granted all the time. I know at least I do, you know, I don't think about, oh my God, well, there's someone out there that can't walk, you know, or there's someone out there that can't even drink water because they have a con throat condition type shit. like, you know, that's like torture, you know, and like, it's just always good to remind yourself if you're living, you're breathing, you're healthy, you are incredibly blessed. Yeah. Incredibly. And you're very lucky, lucky you know, mm -hmm. you are one of very few that got blessed in that position, you know. And I don't know, bro, a lot of people, and even on the micro level, like I was saying before, or on the macro level that I was saying before, like a lot of people think it, okay, well, that's not our fight, uh, you know, uh, why should we go help? Like, you know, that's the same thing in Afghanistan, right? We came, the U.S. came and tried to install infrastructure, and then at one point they just kind of gave up and left because they're like, yo, this isn't our fight. This is not our country type, but it's like, I think on like a, on a human level, bro, there needs to be strong leadership. And I don't know how you're going to vet leadership because like it's terrible right now where like <laughs> a lot of these world leaders need to come come together, bro, and set power and all of this like side and try to figure out a way where they can literally help people generational like generationally, bro. I don't think that's going to happen. Bro. I don't think it's it ever going to happen. There will never be a perfect world sadly no. because of the anger and the greed. And the I always think about what my life would have been like if my parents didn't like um they basically like they they're immigrants so they they came to america oh yeah you'd be married ago. with 17 kids with ahmed probably yeah 100 percent. but i always think about what my life would have been like if i if they never refugeed here and 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 they I, they had me there and I was born there and that would have been my life because there are young women and young boys there who are born into that life and don't know what it's like on the other side. And, you know, it's very limited there. You don't have enough resources. You don't have the, the basically freedom that we have here. It's very, very like uptight and like restricted in a sense where women can't finish school and you're only known to go get married and have kids and vice versa and then also just like you can't just get up and vacation like you know it's not your average lifestyle and so I always think like you know what would my life had been like what why me and not them you know like it's just always, always top of mind like I'm so lucky I'm so lucky I'm so grateful I'm so happy and my own parents were part of that at one point and they went through hell to come here for us so even that alone is enough for me to like live off of like I need to be the best I can be in this life to give out as much as I can because they went through hell to get if it wasn't for them coming here I wouldn't be here I could have been there whole different person whole different life you know not as accomplished and so it's sad it's so sad but it's important at least to have that awareness yeah and i think because we're so uh, jaded by like this world and this like you know our lives here that we sometimes forget but the it's distractions always too are so dumb bro yeah. if you think about it the distractions that consume our time all day social media materialistic things it's so stupid mm -hmm not worth it it isn't and like some things that we obsess over like me i have a watch obsession right and i'm thinking about watches and sometimes i'm like holy shit, like this potentially could change someone's the course of someone's life completely you know and i still do it but you like give an back idiot. a lot i do i do so much you, you know a lot because i know i know it can i know where it could be and i know how lucky i am in the position i am because like again like you said i could be 
in Afghanistan right now, married to Fatima, <laughs> and like dude, <laughs> having like seventeen little ones and Somebody making bless bread Fatima or something. That you did not end up with her. <laughs> that girl. Got- she got hella lucky. Somebody got her uh, prayers. Fatma, so you got your ass lucky, but pray for Fatma. Ahmed on the other end, poor guy took an L. He took a huge <laughs> L, bruh. If you're out there, G, sorry. That's you know? so funny. Where can they find us, Niels? Be lucky that you are you and like always be grateful. Uh, YouTube.com slash the Dima Podcast TDP. We out. We out.